Good morning, everyone. It's not only a privilege, it's uh, also a great pleasure for me to be here this morning. As uh, Piet has asked me to fill in for him, and he's a, he's a good friend of mine, so I just love to do that. And of course, I love to be together with, uh, with, a, with a church that means a lot for us as All for Jesus. Um, we have been building All for Jesus for for five years almost now, and uh, from the very beginning, we had friends here uh, at Lift Church helping us, supporting us, and that's really a great, a great privilege you know, to come back and say thank you to every one of you. Really, thank you so much for, for your prayers, for everything that you have done for us. I'm here with my wonderful wife, Micha, and my three boys, which are almost grown up, or one of them is actually grown up, and uh, I serve with a wonderful team uh, of elders and their wives in Egeri, in Unteregeri, and we are really excited to see what God uh, will do in this valley, because we believe that God is not done yet. There is more to come. And uh, that's, that's something that's easy to say, but sometimes there's, uh, there's fights, you know, there's battles to, to actually keep on, keeping on with that faith. And we've had some struggles, we've had some, some battles, some, some spiritual battles, battles that I've had in my heart, that I had to fight with against unbelief, against doubts, against weakness against the powers of darkness. And there has been times that I was, was down really low. And it was not my cleverness uh, that uh, got me out of that, because, you know, I'm not that smart when it comes to, to doing God's work. And it was not my own strength, because I don't feel that strong when it comes to doing the impossible it was not uh, even, not even my friends who have been so helpful at many times. But it was only one thing, you know, that, uh, that kept me going. And uh, it's something so, so deep, so deep in my heart that I just, I just can't ignore it. I just, I just can't without it. You know, when you are at your lowest, then God is still at his highest. And the highest thing that God has for us is the love of Christ. And you know, there were moments that I was just there crying and telling God, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. And there was almost this voice asking me, do you want to give up? But there it was, the love of Christ in my heart, so strong and so deep that I said, no, no, I'm not giving up. I can't. This is stronger. This is keeping me. This is giving me strength when I have no strength left. This keeps me going when I feel like I'm, I'm failing. Because the love of Christ 
It never fails. The love of Christ is, is an undivided love. It's an unlimited love. And it's an unfailing love. And those are the three points I would love to talk about this morning. Firstly, I would want to talk about how undivided the love of Christ is. And when we see how Jesus did what he did, it was out of his undivided love for his Father. And so it's, it is written, if you could give me the, the first scripture, please. This was shortly after Jesus had healed an invalid person who has been invalid for 38 years. And people were totally amazed at what he did, but also offended because he did it on a Sabbath. And they were questioning what he did, and Jesus told them, Truly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him, so that you may marvel. So Jesus said, only what I see the Father doing. So I don't have an agenda of my own. I don't have this program of, of, of first I'm going to do this and then that. I don't even have a strategy. I don't even have a vision other than seeing the Father. That's how undivided the heart of Jesus was. And if you could give me the next scripture. Jesus was really the first person who showed us how to follow the commandments. And when he was asked about what is the greatest commandment, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. So, with an undivided being, with heart, soul, and mind. And he showed us this. And the amazing thing is, he also said, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is where we come into the play. Because the undivided love of Jesus was 100% for the Father and 100% for us. And this is amazing because I feel like if I should love God and love my neighbors, I kind of have to divide my love, right? I have to maybe give some to the father and some to my neighbor. This is difficult for me because we're so human. But actually, it's, it's not a contradiction. Actually, there, there, is a, there is a secret in this. Because if you love God 
with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you will love your neighbor as yourself. So this is actually not dividing up something. This is actually showing these two things belong together. These things are actually equal. It's the same. But God always comes first. It doesn't work the other way around. God always comes first. But if you love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you will love your neighbors as yourself. And so did Jesus. And it's one thing to say that, it's one thing to proclaim that, but to, to just experience that in, in, in the deepest part of yourself, in the center of your being, just realizing Jesus loves me in an undivided way. It's amazing. And what Jesus has also told, taught us is that there's only one thing that can stand in the way of, of loving God. And it's myself. We were singing this song, Who can stop the Lord God Almighty? Who can stop him? I can. I can stand in the way of God. And I've just prayed this morning, Lord, please don't let me stand in the way of you. Please don't let me screw this up. And I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll be helping a lot, <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> but this is the, the attitude of heart. So undivided love is something so radical that it's even hard for me as a human to think it. Because Jesus has said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother, and wife and children and brothers and sisters and even his own life. Yes, and even his own life. He cannot be my disciple. Undivided love is, is something so radical that I can take nothing of me into this undivided love. I have to actually get rid of, of myself to receive undivided love. So firstly, the love of Christ is an undivided love. And secondly, it is an unlimited love. I don't know if you know this sign. It means you can go as fast as you want. And I love this sign because... <laughs> Because when you have been driving like 50 kilometers per hour or 60, you know, at a street where you feel like this street is good for more, definitely is good for more, my car is good for more. Uh, and then you see the sign and it's like actually a, a, a relief, yeah? Because now you can put the pedal to the metal. No, I mean, not all the way, but so unlimited and... and uh, and God 
is looking forward to, to when we have this unlimited love, like Christ. Christ, he, he never slowed his love down. There, there, was n there was no limit for him as to what he was willing to give. Even to the very point of giving his own life. He, he didn't limit his love to his own life even. And for me, that's a very close moment with Jesus where he goes into the garden, Gethsemane, and, and he falls on his face and he prays and says, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. He felt what it, he, he felt the impact of, of this prayer here. This is not an easy prayer. But he didn't set a limit to love. He said, God, Father, you know, I'm going to love you even to the end. It's not the limit for me. We sure like limits, not when it comes to driving a car, but when it comes to giving, you sure like limits, because limits sometimes, they give us the feeling when we, when we fulfill the limit, when we have done our dues, we have paid our dues, we've, we've done our best, as to speak, you know, we've, we've given a, enough. It's like tithing. It's a good thing to tithe, to give money into the kingdom so the kingdom can be financed supported but is it like is it like a limit where we can say okay if i've given i've given this much now god jesus he he loved the unlimited love and there was a lady that came into the temple. And a lot of people didn't notice her because what she put into the basket was not worth noticing from a human perspective. Because it was like putting in one of the smallest Swiss coins. That doesn't buy you a lot of gasoline. She put in just small copper coins, which was the least worthy, two small coins. But Jesus, he noticed her, and he saw unlimited love, because he said, this poor widow has put in more than all of the others, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all she had to live on. All she had to live on. 
Wow. I think I've never done that. Unlimited. So God's love, the love of Christ, is unlimited. And it's unlimited in another way. It's unlimited for us as, as to investing our life. What we're doing with our life. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. The thing about losing for us is, is that we feel that we can keep it. It's an illusion. We're not going to get to keep our lives. None of us. It's not ours. We can't make it. We can only preserve it for a while. But we, we cannot keep it. But whoever gives his life for Christ for love, you will find a new life that you can never lose. That's how unlimited the love of God is. And my third point this morning is the love of Christ is unfailing. What do I mean by unfailing? If you look at the world, what's going on in the world, in our country and in other countries, it doesn't always seem obvious that the love of Christ is unfailing. We are losing more people than we are gaining. And when it comes to God's value system is being eroded more and more. But when God speaks about unfailing, he means that what he does is unfailing. Not what we do with what he does. What he does is always on target. When God's love hits me, it's always spot on. Right on target. And what unfailing means is God doesn't give up. God doesn't give up. So I have a couple of scriptures. God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You are the living proof that God's love is unfailing because Jesus died for you when you were still a sinner. And it achieved, the love achieved what it was 
made for. And in the psalm it says, Praise the Lord, all give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his steadfast love endures forever. So God doesn't give up, doesn't give up on us. He doesn't give up on all the people that don't know him, that don't know his love yet. Or that may not have understood his love yet. He doesn't give up. In Corinthians it says, love bears all things. Believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never gives up. So uh, summarizing those three points, God's love is Christ, the love of Christ and therefore God's love is undivided, unlimited, and unfailing. And what does that mean for us? What does that mean for our love? Firstly, love with focus. Love with focus. See what the Father is doing. Can we see what the Father is doing? Yes, we can, if he shows us. Will he show us? Yes, he will, if we ask him. But the question is, will we ask him? And loving God and loving your neighbor, it's the same thing. It's actually a good measure if you really love God to see if you also love your neighbor. Because it's easier to see if you love your neighbor than to see if you love God. Unlimited means love without limit. Jesus deserves it all. He deserves it all. It's not that he comes to take something he doesn't deserve. I owe him my life. He deserves it. Because without him I would be nothing. I would still be living in sin. I would be still running after the ways of the world. I would still be lost for eternity. He deserves it all. And actually, I have nothing to lose. I bet you God was blessing that widow. I bet you he was blessing that widow that gave those two coins. She must have been so blessed. She must have been so blessed. I don't know how he did it. He might not have given her a lot of money. But I'm sure she was so blessed because of what she did. And we will be so blessed. And love with endurance never 
give up. Never give up on the world, on other people. But also never give up on yourself. Because God will do his work in you and through you. And have great faith, have great faith that love is, is, is not something that will not reach its goal. You might not see it. You might not see it in this life. But love will not fail. And so um, I, want to in, I want to pray into, into three things with us this morning regarding the love of Christ and regarding our love. And, and as, as the band is coming up, I, I would like to mention those um, three things that I feel like God has put it on my heart this morning that we should pray together for these things. And the first thing is that God wants to ask us, he wants to ask you specifically this morning, if you can give me the first point, do you see it? Do you see what God's doing in your life? Do you see the love of Christ in your life? And I want to pray into that, that, that God can give us will give us a revelation of what he's actually already done in your life. What he's doing right now in your life. That you might get just a glimpse of, of God's greatness in you. The second question that God might be asking you this morning is, do you have it? The love of Christ. And it says in Romans 5 verse 5, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And that's another prayer to ask God that the love may be poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Can we ever have enough, too much of God's love. And the third area is, do you live it? Do you live the love of Christ? One time somebody said to me, I don't live to eat. I eat to live. And I believe we should not be containers of God's love, but we should be funnels. Receive and, and, and let the love flow through you into the world. So these are the three areas I would like to pray now. And, and uh, I just ask everyone to, to bow your head and, and uh, I want to ask you 
Do you see it? And if you, if you feel like, I would like prayer to, to see more of, of the love of Christ in my life. If you feel like that's your prayer this morning, could, could I ask you for, for a response so that I can pray specifically for you? If you feel like, raise your hand if you, if you feel like you want specific prayer for this, to see more of God's love in your life, then I would really love to pray for you this morning. So thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 So Jesus Christ, we, we are just overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed. And Lord, I truly understand that you, you love every one of us. And, and we all might understand that, Lord. And specifically the people who have just responded now, Lord. Lord, I ask that we, we may see more of this, more of this love in our life. I, I ask you that our hearts may be touched and our eyes may be opened so we can see the wonderful works that you have prepared for us, Lord, that you, that you are doing right now, Lord. You're not done yet. You're not finished yet with everyone. So I, I want to bless everyone that their eyes may be opened so they can see they can see the works you're doing. They can see the works that lay before them, that you have laid before them, the steps that you have prepared before them, that they just need to walk in, that they may see the footsteps of you in their life, and they may be able to follow them just step by step, Lord. I ask for your blessing, Jesus Christ, in your name. Amen. And the question, do you have it? Do you have enough of the love of Christ? Who, who feels he can need a little bit more of the love of Christ in his life? <laughs> I think that's an easy one. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, 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 just, I'm just ready, Lord. We're just ready, Lord, for your love. Fill us up. Fill us up, Lord. Make us full. Make us, make us this, this fountain that is just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and bubbling with your love. And that it flows and flows and flows, Lord. And we ask, Lord, we ask, and you have, you have promised... Who will ask shall be given. Lord, so we ask for your Holy Spirit, for the fullness, for the infilling of your Holy Spirit, Lord. That we come, become full with the Spirit and full with the love, Lord. Lord, I thank you that, that you're filling people right now.
And lastly, I would like to pray, do you live it? Do you feel like you're a container or you're a funnel? Are you coming more to have something for yourself or are you coming to church because you want to have something to give to others? If you feel like you might have a blockage there in your funnel and have become a container, can I pray for you? Can I maybe ask for people who specifically want prayer for that? Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Sure. Lord, and you are the all-powerful Lord. And Lord, as we repent over these areas in our lives, as we repent over having become containers and, and, and not funnels of your love, Lord, you're all powerful and you can remove any blockage right now, Lord. What, what we feel is holding us back, Lord, you can take it away. We just surrender these things to you, Lord. Whatever it may be, Lord, if it's just a, if it's just a being self-focused, self-centered, Lord, we give that to you, Lord, and we ask, let us see the needs of others. And maybe it's, maybe it's because we, we love money, Lord. Lord, let us love you more than money. I ask you to remove these blockages. And Lord, where it is people who have hurt us, people who have hurt us that we wanted to love, but they have actually pushed us back, they have rejected us, Lord. I want to pray specifically for those people who have been hurt because they have been rejected. Lord, that we can forgive them and that you will remove everything that's holding us back, that we can start fresh with loving people. I ask you for healing of the wounds, Lord, and I thank you for your greatness. I thank you for your overwhelming love.